and welcome to another episode of Sales Talk. This is Justin Taylor, Novell's identity and security guru, bringing you yet another episode on the topic of access governance. Now, as usual, in the third episode on a particular topic, we typically talk about positioning of a product or a solution or uh, whatever the situation might be, whatever the the topic is. And this particular one's going to be no different. In this episode, we're going to talk to our good friend, Ben Goodman. Welcome back, Ben. Thanks, Justin. Thanks for having me. This time we're going to be talking about how to position this because, uh, you know, we've gotten a pretty good understanding, I think, about what access governance is and what they're trying to address. So just to state them again, we're, we're trying to make sure that the customer can manage or govern the access within their organization in a way that helps them reduce costs for doing it, helps them manage the complexity, and then also reduce that risk. Obviously, we're not the only people who have thought of the need to do this. So as we think about it, who are the individuals or who are the companies or the the things that we're going to run across in the field that we're going to have to compete with? The interesting thing is our biggest competitor for the access governance suite, quite frankly, is the customer themselves. The customers often have been using either hacked-together technology or manual processes or some homegrown application in a lot of cases to try to address access governance. And the reality is that those technologies tend to be expensive. They tend to require a tremendous amount of manual effort, and they're not sustainable or, in a lot of cases, automated. So it's a real issue that they have that we have to address directly. So by far, our biggest competitor actually isn't another software company. It's the, the customer themselves, things that they may have built themselves or processes that they have underway. And really, what we need to do is make them understand why those processes are not cost-effective, not sustainable, and why automated solution like the Access Governance Suite is going to be much better for their needs. Sounds like we're going to have some customers that have what we might refer to as latent pain. They don't even really understand that it is a pain because they don't really understand what they're supposed to be or what they could be doing. What about those customers who actually have a need, actually understand that they have a pain, they're seeing that it's too complex, they're seeing it's too expensive, it's too risky from what they've been doing or not doing. Who are the competitors then that we run across in that space? The ones where, okay, we're going out, they're going out with RFPs or um, RFIs for a solution. Who do we typically run across? The competitors really fall into two categories here. One would be niche vendors, and the others would be suite vendors. The niche vendor that we really are most likely to run up against is SailPoint. SailPoint matches most directly with the capabilities of our access governance suite as a standalone product, and they really are one of the few niche vendors available in this industry that aren't tied directly to a specific suite. Our real strength here when we compete against someone like SailPoint is we want to point out the fact that we are a global company with really strong partnerships with system integrators and that we want to point out the fact that we have a strong consulting organization when we're not partnering with system integrators and that we have a strong technical support organization and that we as a company are obviously very secure and are not worried about our long-term viability from a financial perspective. So we definitely want to point that out when competing against smaller niche vendor. Another thing is when the customer is in fact a Novell customer, we're going to obviously have the best integration with Novell's identity management solution, better than any niche vendor, and obviously better than our competing suite vendors. From a capability perspective, one of the things we talked about in our last in our last podcast is the fact that it's really important to take really technical entitlements and convert them into something that makes sense to a business user, so that a business user is confirming that you're a payroll clerk, not that you're a person with RAC FID 12345. 
So that capability is a unique differentiator for our access governance suite and something, a real strength of the product. The product also is really strong in its scalability. So in the number of, of entitlements it's able to discover and manage, it's very scalable when compared to a lot of our competitors. And then it also, from a role management perspective, we take a very metrics-driven approach to how we manage and model roles. And that really, we feel, is going to offer our customers a tremendous amount of advantages when they go to deploy in production. From the suite side, majority of our competitors there, it's kind of a more interesting case. In most cases, if a customer is already a client of a specific suite vendor, they're going to default to look to that suite vendor's access certification and role lifecycle management tools. In most cases, the best way we can combat them is to win the identity management business in the first place so that we become a logical upsell from the access governance perspective. Definitely a great tip. And so for those of you listening, remember, again, as we brought out in not only this episode, but also in earlier ones, this technology or this suite, the solution can work not only with Novell's set of technology and its suite, it can also work with the suite of our other competitors out there. So definitely an advantage that you have. You can go and upsell your existing customer, or you can go after that kind of blue sky area there where you have an opportunity to come in and possibly displace a competitor um, with the product by first integrating with them. So an important thing. And a great point there, Justin, is that most of our competitors, especially in the suite area, do not necessarily have the same flexibility to come and integrate with our technology where we do have the capability to integrate with theirs. And definitely a strength of Novell. And again, for those of you who've been with Novell for a long time, um, either as a partner or an employee, you know that Novell has made its business and its entire success off of the notion of being able to integrate with other people. So this is just a natural extension of what we do. One of the things, though, that we need to discuss here also is that we need to be able to build a value proposition, as, as everybody who's listening will know. We have to be able to tell the customer, okay, this is what you can get by putting in this product. And so we know that it'll help reduce the cost and manage the complexity and manage the risk or reduce the risk. What is it that we need to get? Are there any metrics that a salesperson should be listening for or trying to get from that customer in order to build that value proposition? Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things that we want to look for uh, when we're trying to figure out who the ideal customers are. We want to look at organizations in general that are operating in a risk or compliance-driven industry. So what does that mean? People in the financial services and insurance industry, healthcare providers, energy and utilities. All of these different industries are highly regulated industries from a government compliance perspective, and they're also industries which tend to be very risk-averse. So as a result, those are the people we really want to reach out to in order to try to sell this type of capability. We also want to look at organizations that may have had recent audit findings, um, either from an external or an external auditor or organizations that fear that they may not have what it takes to comply with an upcoming audit. So the kind of questions that we really want to talk to customers about is who's doing their auditing? Are they feel comfortable about their audits? Have they been successful with their audits? Because a real important component of their IT audit is going to be their access governance. So that's something we really want to look at. Another important thing we want to look at is sometimes projects like this have funding based on a specific time period. So as we get close to, for example, the end of the calendar year, we want to try to look for customers that may have end-of-year calendar money that they need to spend on addressing this problem. We feel we can address this problem quickly and allow them to spend this money that they may you know, be in a use-or-lose-it type situation. Great. And if we think about some of the metrics in there, too, that it might look at, if we think about reducing 
costs. Those metrics may be around how much does it, if you can get this information, maybe you have to get it from them but and simply ask it, but you know, how much does it actually cost for them to run their compliance? How many contractors are using? Things of that nature for those people listening might be important pieces of information to find because again, you've got to be able to show the value of and the return that they're going to get by spending the money for the software. So definitely look for those types of questions or re-asking those questions. Something that we've talked about on the prior podcast was exactly that, Justin, the fact that reducing the cost of, of, of compliance. So you know, so many of our customers are, in fact, compliant, or maybe not. And there's obviously a cost associated with not being compliant, whether it be fines or additional risk. But in a lot of customers that even are compliant, there's a cost associated with that, which may be really high. So to your point, if we can get them to understand the pain that they're feeling by virtue of paying for these expensive, manual, unsustainable compliance methodologies, then we can make it that much more attractive to leverage and utilize our technology. And if we think about things like finding metrics on managing complexity, it might be how many different systems do you have to manage? The different diverse types of systems that people have, that will definitely add to that complexity. The number of users, the types of users, are they in different geographical boundaries? Those are all different aspects that lead to the complexity. But what about risk? What are some things specifically around risk that we might have to address or try to get some kind of metric or information on in order to really build a valuable value proposition? lines. Are you able today to identify a segregation of duties violation? Are you able to recognize when people have inappropriate levels of access? And if you are, what's the cost associated with doing that? How are you getting that data? Are you discovering it manually through a bunch of spreadsheets and then having a contractor comb through the data? Do you have some custom developed application that you have to pay developers to maintain in order to do this? Those costs, if we can once again can bring them to the forefront, it makes our solution that much more attractive. Because as we talked about in some of the prior episodes, there's a cost of the risk itself whether it be an audit finding or a fine, but then there's also the potential of a data breach or loss of intellectual property, things that can occur if risk is not properly addressed. What we really want to do is ask questions which bring that risk to the forefront. And in some cases where our customers may not be thinking about that risk, we want to remind them that it's an issue. And just because they're not thinking about it doesn't mean that they're secure. Certainly. Well, thank you very much, Ben, for spending the time with us to talk about the access governance problems, the the whole market, as well as the introduction to the access governance suite and the positioning of it. Thank you again for all your time. The main point we want everyone to take away from this series is that access governance is a serious concern for business. There are many different problems that customers are facing. There are many challenges. And in particular, what we're trying to address for our customers is what the customers are saying that they need. They need to be able to manage this governance or this access in a way that helps them reduce the cost of doing so, that helps them manage the complexity and reduce those risks. Novell's method of doing it, of discovery certifying and modeling or discover certify model is a proven method and model to go out and to solve these problems for our customers. And Novell's differentiators, especially around our ability to have an entire suite, as well as our ability to go in and work with specific companies that have competitors' products out there, is a great entry point for you to go in and not only upsell your customers, but be able to go out and find new customers and new revenue opportunities for you and for Novell. So again, thank you very much for listening to this episode in this series on Access Governance Suite and Access Governance in general. In our next series, we're going to be talking about some the specific 
products within the Access Governance Suite, those being the Roles Lifecycle Manager and the Certification Manager aspects, and we'll be inviting Ben Goodman back for those. So thank you again for taking the time to listen to another episode of Sales Talk. This has been Justin Taylor wishing you happy sales. Novell Sales Talk is brought to you by Novell Inc. You can send us feedback at salestalk at novell.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.